All right, the big uh, 2-0 here, episode 20. Hey. Yeah, who would have thought we'd make it to 20 episodes of Premature Bingo? Good stuff. Absolutely. So what's been going on with you, Mike? Not much, just work. Um, just working my butt off a little bit. But, you know, just staying busy, keeping uh, one foot in front of the other. Uh, I do have a little bit of a, a weekly whine. Uh, it has a little bit to do with work. Um, well, not more to do with my specific work, but work provides me with money. It's how I make a living. And I've just noticed that kind of all the promos, the deals uh, have been going away, and things have just been getting a lot more expensive. I'll give you two examples. One, YouTube TV is hiking up their prices. And this is what kind of pisses me off, and I kind of am really upset at them. Like, they have the audacity to do this after they, one, just drop MLB Network, like, a week before Major League Baseball begins. They drop that. And then even in their description, when they say they're raising prices, they mention something like, you know, we've kept our base rate the same amount, or we haven't raised our base rate for three years. So What's the base rate? Just, like, the basic plan? Yeah, like, the basic plan. But, you know, everyone's got 4K TVs, so if you want the 4K package, and not a lot of things come in 4K. Like, very few things are broadcasted in 4K. But you're paying an extra, like, 10 bucks a month for it. And you might not, like, for example, when there's not a lot of sports on, or like right now, not a lot of stuff is broadcasted in 4K. Right. During football season, you want it, because when games are on 4K, you, you don't want to see that. But... It's just getting kind of ridiculous. Like, you have the audacity to, to drop packages. Also, too, there was that problem where they were dropping uh, at ESPN Drops for a little bit, and they had to get it back. Then they dropped Fox Sports Detroit, which was Bally's, like, two, three years ago. And so uh, it's like you keep dropping things, and, like, the service is getting worse and worse and worse, but the rates are going up. Yeah, and because uh, I was actually thinking about buying YouTube TV, and then uh, I think I was talking to Joe about it, yeah. and he said it was like <laughs> they're like charging what is it seventy five a month now? It's seventy five a month. Like I, that's like, that's kind of a lot, right? And also too, the only thing you're getting, because really the reason why I have TV is sports. Yeah, the whole convenience sports. Like I think when I sign up for it, I'll probably just sign up for it for football, and then maybe like I don't know during March for March Madness. But right, because I think the the good thing with YouTube TV is you can turn it off and on whenever you want, right? Like you don't have to sign like, a, oh, I ha- I'm going to commit to this for right. six months. There's no contract, and since it's streaming, it's not like they have to bring in a cable guy and you know. Right, you just you just turn it on. Yeah, right, exactly. You just turn it on, like with Amazon Prime, same thing. Right, but it's just kind of pissing me off that you know, and that's part of my weekly wine there. Uh, did did you hear? This is kind of off topic, but kind of on the same topic that the RSNs, like the regional sports networks, like one, one, the big, I don't, I can't remember the name, but they have like 19 different teams across like N- NHL, MLB, NBA or whatever. And like they're going bankrupt. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. Like Bally's, right? Bally's is yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It used to be Fox Sports Detroit. But right. Like that's, I just don't get that. Because that's really the only reason why I have cable or I initially got YouTube TV. So I could watch Red Wings games, Tigers games, and Pistons games. Then once they got rid of it, like you can buy Bally Sports Plus and you know, pay an extra 20 bucks a month. And I'm like, I already pay all this money for YouTube TV. I already have my other subscription services, my other streaming services. I just won't watch the Tigers because they're not good. And I just won't watch the Pistons because they're not good. Same thing with the Red Wings. For you know, for the most part, they're not that good. 
And so I think that has contributed so much to me not being as big as a sport fan, sports fan as I used to be. Like, I used to be, you know, watch every Pistons game, you know, tune into Red Wings games quite often, watch Tigers games all the time. Now, like, I'm never wa- – the only Pistons game that I watched all year was the one that we went to. <laughs> yeah, I, I've caught a couple clips, but – yeah, it's. I know that there's so much involved that they can't necessarily do this, or it's probably more complicated than it than it sounds. But it would be nice if you could just pay for like, oh, like I'm going to buy the access to Pistons games from the Detroit Pistons. Like if yeah. you go to like DetroitPistons.com, you know, I make an account, I pay them twenty dollars a month, wh- whatever they deem. I mean, I guess it'd have to be like ten, twenty, thirty a month because if you're doing that for multiple teams, then it's it would add up quickly. That's but. what Bally Sports Plus is. It's twenty bucks a month. Oh, for the entire. It's twenty bucks a month, or you can buy it by the year, and it's gotcha. a little bit cheaper when you do the year. I was gonna buy it because the tiger started, but like with YouTube TV raising their rates, you know, it's like, well, now I'm not gonna get Bally Sports Plus because YouTube TV is already hiking up their right rates, and I'm getting less of a product. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I kind of want it. Yeah, we have cable because uh, we we got a deal when we moved here or whatever for bundling the cable and internet. But I'm thinking about canceling it because it's it's a lot. I mean, but I feel like nowadays you're just paying more than what you used to pay for cable anyway because everything's right. more expensive. And then the, there's all those separate streaming services because you want to watch, you know, The Office. You got to get Peacock or whatever. And right. You know, you want to watch something. It's like, oh, I want to watch this movie or whatever. Oh, it's free on this this streaming service. Oh, I'll sign up for the account or whatever, and then you forget to cancel it, and it's another five bucks a month. And absolutely, yeah. there's just and again, this isn't like new news. This isn't groundbreaking hot takes, but there are just way too many streaming services. Like, I'm not someone who watches a lot of TV, and so most of my streaming services, I get passwords from other people, but. Like, I could just imagine someone who's into movies, into TV shows, like, wants to stay up to date with all the newest stuff. You got to pay for Netflix. Then if you want to do Yellowstone, isn't that, like, Paramount Plus? Something like that. Yeah, it might be Amazon Prime. What, one who of knows? the two, yeah. Right, exactly. It's, like, all of this. You're paying for all of this. And you're only – And I mean, it's a good business model because a lot of th- – you're like, oh, only 15 bucks a month? And I'll, a lot of times people buy it just for the one thing. Right, like the only reason we have right. a Peacock subscription, and they have a free one too, but it's because you know we were watching The Office at one point, you know, for the you know the fifth time around. <laughs> right. What I do is the stuff that I because I used to um, have HBO for South Park, so I could watch South Park. Um, but what I do on YouTube TV is you know they play them so often, I just record them and have them DVR, and so I don't have all of them, but I have a lot of them. And then I yeah. can watch the new episode the next day. And so instead of having a streaming service where it's like, oh, I can access any South Park at any time, which is nice, I'll just have YouTube TV record it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, same thing with Seinfeld. Yeah, I like it. But Yeah, so I was kind of pissed off at YouTube TV for raising their prices there. And then also, too, what I've noticed, and obviously you've probably noticed it with the sports gambling sites, the promotions, there's just significantly less promotions and the promotions are a lot worse and they're a lot less money and also i realized uber rewards got rid of their rewards program Mm. and so like that's a big promotion that i got rid of i guess they're doing uber one now and i guess you can earn rewards if you have that system but before i remember i would get like free uber rides or like 10 bucks off an uber eats order that's nice right (coughs) and that was like frequent things 
now they like got rid of it completely. Yeah, dude. Uh, with the sports betting, yeah, there there's still some good ones, but it's few and far between for what it uh, you know what it used to be when it first rolled out in Michigan. Right. Well, I mean, some of them, like I think DraftKings is the best, but at the same time, ten dollar risk free MLB bet. Like, I don't know. I'm just not. That just doesn't entice me. Yeah, th- yeah. I mean, just because you know it used to be better. Right. I think maybe that's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What for, do you got? For my weekly wine, something a little bit funnier, I guess, for other people, not so much for me. But uh, this weekend, yesterday, Saturday, we went to a birthday party for a one-year-old, which was uh, three hours and some change away. So that was fun Ooh, <laughs> driving out there. Um, the birthday party was fun. It, you know, it was fine or whatever. But it was like the family of both the parents and then like i don't know six seven eight friends so there's less than 20 people there total and uh i was sitting (laughs) i was sitting there and i was like oh like my stomach's just killing me or whatever (laughs) (laughs) sitting there for a while and i'm like oh no like i gotta go to the bathroom and they have you know two bathrooms but one's in the basement and they have a gate up because they have one of the dogs in the basement just because it you know there's a lot of people there right so I couldn't go to that one, and I don't know them that well. It's it was you know my wife's friends or whatever. So I go to the one bathroom down the hall, and it's you know just one of those. I won't get into the details, but it's just one of those like you know like loud and like runny like it's just a mess. And right. so I'm just sitting there and like just like oh no like I hope I hope nobody can <laughs> hear this and you know just like <laughs> like oh my god like right. they're all gonna know I'm in here like just destroying the bathroom <laughs> like the hall is not that long someone's gonna hear this I cannot show my face at this party like right should I climb out the window what what should I do <laughs> do you ever <laughs> I guess here's some metacognition all right obviously when you're in a bathroom for a long time the first thing you're thinking about or not the first thing something you're thinking <laughs> about is man I wonder if everyone else has noticed I've been in here this long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even know that. I don't even know that bald guy, but man, he's been in the bathroom for like 10 minutes. Right. I've always like when you're in the bathroom, that's what you're thinking about. Right. However, when you're not in the bathroom, are you ever thinking about that? No, exactly. Exactly. And so I think you just get in your own head. Yeah, for sure. You have, for to, you sure. Ha- you have to be in your own head for sure. But then like, I know <laughs> The dad was like putting the one year old in the in the room next to the bathroom for like a nap. So I know like he at a minimum oh, yeah. like he huh. had to have heard. <laughs> and also too, he's probably like, huh, the door's been closed for a while. <laughs> but yeah, so th- so that was um part one, and then uh the we we're staying at another one of our friends' house in in uh, East Lansing for the night because we didn't want to drive back and we hadn't seen him in a while, so we we're hanging out with him, which was fun. Um. So then this morning, the next morning, I, I had to go to the bathroom or whatever in the morning. I go very normal or whatever, you know, uh, not a lot, just small. And I flush the toilet mm-hmm. and it, you know, <laughs> it gets clogged or whatever. So I take the plunger and I'm plunging at it for like, like minutes. And it's not the plunger, like it's not working. Like I've never had the plunger not work before. Like it's, you know, it's, it's foolproof science. It should work. You just, right. <laughs> you just plunge it. So I was doing that, and then I was like, I was like, fuck, and then I was, you know, hitting the 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 handle on the toilet to flush again, and that wasn't working too. And, and again, I was up there for like ten minutes, and at this, I'm like vigorously plunging. And I'm just like, 
oh my, like it's only you know my wife and, and our friend or whatever i'm like oh my god they know <laughs> right <laughs> they know something's amiss here <laughs> the admission yeah i clog your toilet yeah so just super um super embarrassing basically i'm like yeah i just my stomach's just doing me dirty this weekend that's uh yeah that's the hardest part because it's so unpredictable you don't know i mean there are certain foods you try to stay away from but a lot of times you know unpredictable right and i hadn't eaten anything crazy so yeah to make matters worse it was just like oh so i got something when you were talking about the plunger here the plunger is one of those daily household items that you i guess kind of take for granted i get there's a better way to phrase it you need them to work like that's a tool that you need like it cannot break down at the wrong moment you need that thing to work 100% of the time. What other tools, what other household items that, you know, we don't really think too much about. Plungers aren't expensive. They're not like a car where you have to invest a lot of money. But a car is one of those tools. You need that thing to work. When you turn the key, you need it to turn on. Dude, like, uh, obviously, like, washer and dryer. Like, if one of those breaks down, right. like, mid-cycle, you're like, oh, shit. Right. Uh, dishwasher comes to mind. Garbage disposal. I would say dishwasher a little bit less because for a while. Oh, yeah, you can hand wash. Right. And especially like it's just me at my house. So there was a while where my dishwasher was broken when I first got the house that I just, you know, did it by hand. Um, but like a plunger, you need that. Like there's some social pressure with that too. Like you need that shit to work because you can't <laughs> be like, yo, Joey, uh, your toilet's flooding. <laughs> Dude, have you ever had, I've had this happen before where you like come home and the garage opener doesn't work. And I've had it happen before, like, I think only once where I was, I had gotten, like, dropped off or whatever. So, I didn't have my keys. Or, I, I don't know what the circumstances were. But, I, anyway, I had access to the garage opener, but I didn't have my keys. And the garage opener didn't work. And then you're just playing the game where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I got to call my wife and see when she's going to be back. Or, like, <laughs> right. Know, she's not going to be back for a couple hours. Like, I got to see, you know, my brother's got a spare key, but he's, you know, 20 minutes away. And who knows what he's doing, like. So the garage door opener, in some circumstances, that could be a, mm -hmm. a really bad one. Yeah, you need that to work 100% of the time. Because you don't know when those like essential times are going to come about. You know, Because not every time you use the plunger is it life or death. But when you're at a friend's house, at a <laughs> when you're at like a big party, or you're at your uh, girlfriend's or wife's relatives, you need that plunger to work if shit hits the fan. If that thing doesn't work, that is like suicide right like because yeah just walking out and being like hey, oh, <laughs> not plunger not working right <laughs> you walk out hey guys that bathroom is closed yeah you know that like that's a hard thing to yeah that's a hard thing to do <laughs> I feel like that'd be like on an episode of curb he would just clog it and then like like sneak out of the party yeah right you'd be like oh well, i don't know what happened <laughs> speaking of uh well do you have one more weekly wine i see no nah, what well, um yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, we'll hit Let's it real quick. It. Hit it, yeah. So, uh, sometimes I'll watch, like, videos of people playing uh, video games on YouTube or whatever. Just, like, you know, quick five to ten minute videos, like, games that I play. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, watching the best of the best, you know, play the game or whatever. And they get, you know, instead of getting, like, three kills and winning, you know, they get, like, 20 kills and they win the game. Like, yeah. uh, so, like, Fortnite's one of the ones that, that I watch. And the one guy that I watched, Tifu, like, he has people, when he's streaming for, like, you know, eight hours at a time, he'll have streams. Have you heard the term before, stream snipers? No. So he has people that watch when he's playing the game, 
when he's on stream, so he's on Twitch or whatever, and they try and line it up where they hit like they queue up a game at the same time so that they get in his lobby so they're in the same game. And then they have like his stream up, so they know where he's at and what he's doing, and they try and kill him. Oh, okay, I see. And, yeah, yeah, so and there's most of the people they're like they try and kill the person, and there's a couple that are like you know friendly where they go and get like good loot, and then they go up to him and they like give him the loot and they let him kill him. And I what? when I watch this, like I just one, it has to be like six year olds, right? Like how like how what's the older like. If it's like a a fifteen year old or like an eighteen year old or like someone that's older, it's like, dude, what are you like? You have no life. Like, what are you doing with your life, <coughs> dude? That dude's a simp, you know. Especially the guy who gets killed, you know. The but, fact that like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna sacrifice myself to like help this guy out. Like, dude, what? The, who the like, fuck he, are you? He's one. He's already like the best person in the lobby. He's like a top, a world class Fortnite player. Like, he doesn't need your help. Right. Yeah. And who gives a fuck? And two, like, yeah, the fact that you would take 20 minutes out of your day, 15 minutes to go and get the best loot and then let, let them kill you or whatever. It's like, wh- how does that how does that satisfy you? In what way does that satisfy you? I guess it's like a martyr figure. It's like, oh, look, I'm sacrificing my I'm sacri- you know, like I'm going to help you out. This is it's like tipping like, hey, I love your content, man. Here's some loot. I'm helping you out. And you think like, dude, I, I helped him out. I helped him get to I don't know. Man. I guess. I, but even the I pe- think it's e- fucking dumb. Yeah, even the people that just like go on just to try and kill him. I guess I get that a little bit more because it's just like, oh, you know, I beat the best, I killed the best player in the game or whatever. I get it. But still, it's just like for you to be sitting there with the the stream up and you know being like, oh, all right, I'm gonna queue it up now. Oh, I got in his game or whatever. Oh, now I gotta find him. Like it's just, it's just weird. It's a lot of work for like, a game. I couldn't imagine, like when I was young, I don't think I could imagine myself doing that. No, that's just like a lot of effort. I just wanted to play the game. Like, I just wanted to play Call of Duty. Right. Like, even back then when I was into video games, I don't think I would ever go online and look up, like, how to get better at Call of Duty. I just wanted to play the game. Like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, so I just, I don't know. I thought, it's like, what weird, what psychos? You want to hear something really psycho? Sure. <laughs> I used to play Roller Coaster Tycoon as, like, a, a 15-year-old, 16-year-old. And I would go on YouTube, and it was, like, the old Roller Coaster Tycoon game. Is that like, the one where you built roller coasters? Yeah, yeah, when you built roller coasters and you do, like, theme park challenges. And this is so lame. It's probably the lamest thing I did in high school. And it was an older version, as I've said before. It wasn't, like, the newest, latest, and greatest. And so I would go on YouTube and look up tutorials on how to beat the, <laughs> n- on how to beat the levels. And they give you, like, step-by-step directions. Like, okay, you need to get rid of this roller coaster and add a loop-de-loop. And then that'll generate enough money to appease the... <laughs> to appease the park goers and it's like all right cool cool like this is what it, i don't know i thought that was the lamest thing i've ever done looking back on it but it was fun i have no regrets so yeah I it was fun but I it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of lame i used to play this game called sim theme park which was essentially it was kind of like roller coaster tycoon which i never really got into but you manage a theme park and you could set up like they had like probably like 10 to 15 different rides like you know like a bounce house a roller coaster whatever so you could set up these rides throughout the park, and uh, you could control how many people got in the park. You hired workers to clean up, like yeah, like people would go on the roller coaster and then they vomit, so you have to hire janitors to clean it up or whatever. And you would see the money coming in, like every time someone would come in and like 
and you, and they had like food stands and everything. So someone mm. would buy like popcorn or lemonade, and you'd see like the money go up or whatever. And you had to decide how to budget and manage the theme park. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's what I. Yeah, that was Roller Coaster Tycoon too. Oh, like, okay. oh, this hot dog stand at the front corner at the southeast end is really making a lot of revenue. I think I'm going to give that manager a raise. Yeah, and it'd be funny <laughs> like you know problems would come up and you'd have to decide like all right what right. what am i gonna cut like am i gonna cut some food am i gonna cut some of these rides i gotta fire <laughs> some workers like I gotta <laughs> the virtual firing ron i know you've been a good employee here for the last 10 years however the big loop-de-loop roller coaster is not bringing in the money it used to <laughs> and I, I gotta let you go <laughs> yeah dude that that game was one of my favorite uh like computer games yeah I don't, I, I don't even know what year it would have came out, but yeah, I kind of want to go back. <laughs> That'd be fun to to go play b- play for a little bit. I looked it up on Amazon, and I'm like, I wonder if I could get Roller Coaster Tycoon back. <laughs> Just to fuck around, but I don't have the free time for it. However, I think it would be funny if it had like real-life scenarios. Like, one of your janitors got caught with heroin in the bathroom. <laughs> what do you have to do? Like, oh, shit, we got to fire him. <laughs> the ACLU is suing you because of a racist tweet your engineer uh tweeted out <laughs> workers are trying to unionize how <laughs> right. do you want to handle this crush the rebellion press a <laughs> give in to their demands <laughs> right an investor comes by or a hedge fund comes by <laughs> they they want to they want you to be a, a partner turns out it was a ponzi scheme <laughs> yeah dude i uh i'll have to go back and like watch some of some videos of that because i think what was cool about that game too, and maybe I don't know if you could do this in Roller Coaster Tycoon, but you could go, you know, go on the rides or whatever, where they'd give you like a view of like the roller coaster, and yeah, was that how that yeah. was too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool. It was cool. Uh, it, yeah, it'd just be funny. We could have fun with that. Like make a version, have like inappropriate things happen. Like a prostitute, <laughs> prostitutes like hanging out in your theme park. What do you do? <laughs> so good stuff. I like it. Uh, you want to get into some of the AI stuff? Uh, yeah, let's let's get into it. I have a I have a uh, an observation that I think is a good starting point, and I, I want to pose it to you because it's an observation slash question. So, I was listening to a video with Jordan Peterson talking about AI, and he talked about AI perhaps being like revolutionary, like the Gutenberg printing press. And I thought, huh, that's a good point. But then I've heard other people talk about AI and say it's more akin to, like, the nuclear bomb. And so I guess my question I have to you is what do you think AI, what do you think this revolution is? Is it more like the printing press, or do you think it's going to be revolutionary like the nuclear bomb, where there's this militaristic aspect to it, where there's this sense of danger uh, with this new revolution, because I would say that it's more akin to the nuclear bomb, and that Twitter and social media is more likely the Gutenberg printing press. The reason why is you know Twitter and Facebook is damaging as it may be. I think there's a clear limit to the amount of harm and damage that it could cause. Whereas AI, I feel like that harm and damage is more akin to a nuclear bomb with mass destruction and mutual demolition like mutual assured destruction so i guess what do you think sure so a couple things i think one i could see it going both ways but depending on depending on a couple factors one like all right is 
one, are is government going to intervene and try and set up some regulations or restrictions on this? And, or if not the government, uh, like Elon Musk and, and Steve Wozniak and a bunch of other, you know, well-respected people in tech recently submitted like an, an open letter, petition, whatever you want to call it, saying, hey, we need to pause, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to advance some of this AI for like six months until we get some guidelines and regulations in place, which I actually think is a, a pretty good idea. Um, just because like even AI is, it is, it's in the infancy stages, but the infancy stages are incredibly impressive. Right. And there's a lot that you can do with it. And, uh, at the rate it's advancing, like, you know, even going from, I don't know if, if you've gotten to mess around with chat GPT or the, mm-hmm. or Bing, uh, Bing search chat is powered by chat GPT four now where it was GPT 3.5 a couple couple weeks or months ago. And the difference from 3.5 to 4 is is pretty impressive. Like, you can have it... Um, when, and I use the Bing chat, like, almost every day now, like, when, when I'm at work. And you can have it, you know, hey, generate this... It uses, hey, generate this image of, you know, whatever. And it can, e- it can even chat back, like, images for you. Hey, uh, can you write a paragraph about this term define the term and then use an example of of where you'd use it or whatever sure great copy paste i can put it in whatever work you know doc i'm trying to build or whatever Mm -hmm. um hey can you help me modify this formula that i'm working on in excel sure here's here's what you can do here's a step by step on how to do it so i think ai for me or whatever it's it's helping uh improve my day-to-day life but i could see like just the power of even going from 3.5 to 4 like in a year or two, if there's no restrictions, like just some of the stuff that you can do with it, um, in the wrong hands, it could lead to that, that, you know, nuclear bomb path. But I think if there's proper regulations or restrictions put in place, like, yeah, it could be more towards a printing press. Okay. That's a good point in regards to, I think the underlying danger is like what you're seeing in schools is I think there are going to be costs to the at all right i'll give you an example to kind of contextualize a little bit better students are well aware of chat gpt paragraph ai all these ai bots mm-hmm. there are ways to detect and find cheating that are pretty easy however i think a lot of teachers especially the older ones don't know like google docs enough to really like navigate it or or maybe they just don't care enough to navigate it because what you could do i i've heard teachers tell me this is what they do is they say all right you have to complete this on a google doc and give me edit and edit access and also to be able to view all your changes Mm. so i can you could see if you were a teacher you'd be able to identify oh okay this was started at this time completed on this time here are all the changes oh this this person wrote three paragraphs in 10 minutes. That's not possible. Well, so especially not at this caliber. Yeah. Not even that with the uh, G docs, you can look at the version history and yeah. like, you could see like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at, at this minute compared to this minute. And then it's like, if someone's just copying and pasting, you can it, see it. Yeah. It'd be really easy to detect. Yeah. And so like, that's a way of getting around it. But I, but that's a lot. That's, I don't think all teachers are on board for that. I think that's a way around it. That's a way to, but I'm sure it'll, what would then stop the student from just sitting there and then typing it out? 
as opposed to copy and pasting. And I think that students take the path of least resistance and would do that quite often. So what are the unintended consequences of that? It's going to be a lot harder to detect cheating and students are always going to default to that. And so they're not learning. They're not working out their brain because that's a lot of what school is. It's less of like, oh, you know, this skill of identifying the tone in a Shakespearean sonnet is not that, that skill, the skill itself is not that valuable unless you're going to be an English teacher or a poet. But the process and training your brain and kind of putting your brain under some rigor, that's valuable. Like that's the real value of school. And I think that's a lot of the implicit value or a lot of the hidden value that you get from school. AI takes a lot of that away. What, what's going to be the result of, result of that? Like, are there going to be less prepared children? Yeah, but that's also the worst case scenario where if you're assuming everyone's going to use it to cheat, there's also the scenario where, let's say, uh, let's say there's a kid that you know maybe has a, a, a slight learning disability or it just takes him longer, you know, to learn than the average kid. Uh, he he gets a lesson on you know the biology of 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 whatever dogs cats they're they're going over some basic biology or whatever it's it goes over his head he go home go on you know gpt or whatever and say hey explain this concept to me like i'm you know eight-year-old like i'm an eight-year-old and maybe he's 12 or whatever and the thing spits it out and he goes okay that actually makes a little bit more sense and it's a lot easier to do that than to go and search you know cat biology 101 or whatever and have to scroll through five articles to get a basic paragraph summary of the concept so I think if it's used properly, it could actually be a, a good learning tool. And even if um, you could have kids do more complex projects and say, hey, use this AI to help, you know, use the AI, help to generate some ideas, um, but you can't use it to write it for you. So I don't know. I, I think it could be used as a tool if done properly. The hardest part is students are unmotivated. Children are unmotivated. And their brains are not developed enough to understand into their brains are not smart enough to understand that taking shortcuts will not be beneficial in the end and will at the end of the day harm and damage them. That sometimes the consequences are later down the road. They can't process that. And so unfor I think a lot of kids like for example, the kid that goes home and uses Chat GPT to th have that thing explained to him, that kid is going to do well no matter what situation you put him in, because he's willing to go out of his way to understand the concept. Many students, many kids, do not think that way, and they will do everything at they they will do everything in their power to take the easiest shortcut, and I think that that's a realistic reality, and so I think it's going to be. It's the same reason why we don't give kids or why we have kids under the age of 18. Like, you can't gamble, you can't smoke, you can't use marijuana, you can't use alcohol. Maybe the analogy's not perfect there, but, like, you can't handle it. Your brain can't process it. Like, okay, could some kids handle it? Yes. Could some 17-year-old smoke weed be fine and, like, maintain responsibilities? Absolutely. I think so. But a majority, a big majority cannot yeah i don't disagree with that but I, so i yeah i guess to your point the kid that wants to learn is going to 
is going to, and I, I think that's where the AI could be a great tool. But countering that, if uh, I mean, if if a kid is already just gonna do what he can to to not learn or whatever, like, yeah, the AI is gonna it could help him not learn, but it's not gonna like, you know, what what's what to what exponent? Like, it's not like it's like if he's not gonna learn, like he's not gonna learn either way. Like, it's not like the AI is make you know, it's like to what degree is the AI really harming him more than he's already harming himself? True, true. Um. I think it's we have to look at like the kids on the fringe. Like I think every year that kind of goes by, you're just losing kids off the fringe. For example, as technology moves forward and forward, which are very good things and come with a lot of good things, I think you lose a lot of kids off. You're you're going to start losing more and more kids. For example, like social media and phones. I think there are a lot of kids were able to balance and handle both, but then I think there was a, a small amount of kids who that kind of took them over the edge and did really – it screwed them in life. They didn't meet their full potential because of it. And I feel like every next technological innovation, it just gets bigger and bigger. And the gap between those who have and know how to manage things and those who don't gets even wider. Right, and I agree with that. With the social media and the phones, uh, what those really are is they're just attention killers. Right, they just they they suck your attention and your focus and your ability to focus for you know mm-hmm. prolonged periods of time. But again, with you know proper education from parents, right, like you can combat the addictiveness of phone. Like, is it easy? No, like I, you know, even I, 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 most people are addicted to their phones to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I would agree with. I mean, I get the I get the point you're making there. Right, and, and like when you have to rely on solid family structures and families, statistically those have been going down and down and down for some time, and so that used to be the safeguard to kind of capture and pick up a lot of these kids who maybe get troubled. Like, hey, you know, there's good parents and they can teach them wrong from right, but when those parents are gone and there's not a lot of parenting involved, it's easy to just give the kid the phone so they can shut up. It's easy to just say, you know just use the paragraph ai to skate by sure but going back to the ai like even for myself in college like there there was let me let me rephrase this uh i you know i studied marketing and finance those were my majors in college Mm -hmm. and before i got to my marketing and finance classes which i genuinely enjoyed i had to take a lot of classes that i wasn't really interested in and i didn't care about Mm-hmm. I had to take a biology class. I don't ca- I it's not for me. I'm not interested in it. I don't care. Right. So in that class, I'm already, you know, googling things to help me skate by that class. So f- for me, I mean the AI like that would have just helped me sa- they would have just saved me time and uh I don't know, maybe it would have helped me learn some of the concepts a little bit better than just googling for a bunch of things. That's at the college level. Sure. I think I mean the college level, I mean young adults being able to process risk and reward 14 year old how do how do i get quicker to my phone and so i feel like they're just they're, they're going to use it as much as possible and it's n- they, like they don't care about anything other than entertainment like there's no curiosity in a 14 year old 15 year old well th- there is it's just <laughs> I, yeah i mean there's some kids that are 14 or 15 like i know kids that are that age that are smart and right. uh you know interested in things and you know, teach themselves things that they're interested in at that age. And then I also, obviously I know kids that are the reverse and they just do everything to skate by. So again, it's just, you're, but there's a, there's a fringe where there's a 14 year old kid who 
can go two ways. He could just, you know, whatever, just kind of blow everything off, skate by. Or he can genuinely like, okay, I'm going to take this seriously. There's a lot. What I'm saying is there, there's a lot of kids. There's a lot more kids who are going to get caught up in this that previously never had this temptation. Sure. But the benefits of the AI, like agreed. Yeah. A benefits of the AI outweigh that. Well, yeah. And I was going to say too, like, okay, sure. So they use the AI to, to skate by, you know, their math class or whatever. Mm-hmm. They also might use the AI outside of school. Maybe they're, they're trying to teach themselves an instrument or whatever. And they say, Hey, like, Oh, what are some common chords I can play on the guitar and what are some finger positioning? And then the AI spits it out and it helps them learn in different aspects. So, so it's more of like a calculator argument. The AI is like a calculator. Sure. It's yeah. not, not going to make them dumber in the sense that they'll, they won't know how to do math. But at the same time, you know, the calculator is only as useful as the person typing in the numbers. And so if you're the individual typing in the numbers, if you know how to do it correctly, if you know how to use it correctly, it's a good skill. But uh yeah definitely with 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 the ai right. like even right now if you if you ask it a general question or whatever and you don't phrase it properly like um yeah you have to go back and say all right well now rewrite that but try and focus on this in, instead of that so yeah it is there there is a a, a good variance from you know user input and user intelligence mm-hmm. absolutely it's just finding the right things to use it on because with all the good things and all the positives, we can think about it. I think you can think of a nefarious reason why AI, or you can think of a nefarious reason why someone would want to use AI. Yeah, for sure. And there's already, I, I think I mentioned in a couple of weeks ago, like there's certain AIs um, that are designed to be like your your friend or, you know. Do you think that's damaging though? And I think that's what I was maybe trying to get at. Oh, do I think? Like AI. I think we need to have human-human interaction. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. I yeah, think we yeah. need more human-to-human interaction. Yeah, right. for sure. But I think the more prevalent AI gets, the more it's going to capture a lot of people. Mm. And I think that's the unintended consequence I was trying to get at. Okay. And so kids are more susceptible to that. Sure, like, yeah. I mean, like, why would I go out? Because going out and talking to people and interacting with other humans is anxiety-ridden, and like it's hard. And you need to get past that. Before, there was no other option. You want to get laid? You got to talk to a chick. Now, swipe. Right. And then we can literally just meet up for sex. I think those are a lot of unintended consequences. Some things that you're like, oh, technology's bringing all this good stuff. Those are a lot of like those small unintended consequences that we would never think of. With AI, I feel like it's just going to exacerbate those. Yeah, I mean, if looking at it from that lens, yeah, it's the same thing as one phones and then smartphones and then social media mm-hmm. and then you know uh specific apps within or, or other specific apps non-social media like you just said like like tinder mm-hmm. like yeah all of those are just evolutions of uh you know killing focus and attention and, and human to human interaction i mean this is just the next step or one of the next steps because obviously there's um vr and, and ar and that's a whole nother direction or whatever but yeah it's just the next next step in in that progression so i'm thinking about like what i said about ai capturing people and so we take a look at social media and it's like all right can we pinpoint to a certain group of who got captured by it and i think you can i think you can take jonathan heights research in the coddling of the american mind and see all those teenagers a lot of them girls most of them girls 
hospitalized for self-harm, suicide, mental health diagnosis. Maybe they have a mental health problem or they have a perceived mental health problem because they're on their phone all the time. They take some pill. It fucks with them. And then they just use that as a way to cope with the mental problem. Go to a pill. That pill has unintended side effects. So I guess what I'm saying is, you know, we can point to a group that social media captured. AI is going to capture a certain group of people, no doubt. I guess is maybe that the question? How can we limit the amount of people that AI sends the wrong path? Because I think it has the potential of it being a lot. Maybe we had the same conversation when the internet came about. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And again, I think for that, it comes back to one, a little bit of of regulation to make sure that Mm -hmm. the AI is not progressing too fast. Um, But then two, obviously education. And just, you know, have... I don't know if it's, you know, maybe the first time, uh, uh, here's an interesting idea. What if the first time you used a new AI and this was mandatory for all AI, it put you through like, like an edu- you had to watch like an educational video and then answer like a quiz or like, hey, like, here's what you can use the AI for. Like, um, here are some potential unintended consequences of lo- like using the AI. And uh, I don't know, something like that. Would you think that'd just be like warning labels on cigarettes? <laughs> That, I mean, that's that's yeah. fair fair pushback. Yeah, it, it's such a tough question because I, I, I guess, like, we see how quickly all the... We've, we've quickly seen what we can get from AI. Chat GPT, Paragraph AI, which I like. Like, I they're fun to play around with. Oh, definitely. Like, like, they're just fun to play around with. And it's like, okay, how quickly we got that and how good that is. Like, what's the next step? You know, like, I can't even fathom it. Like someone telling someone in 1870 about a car. Like what? Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, I, I don't know if you know anyone like this, but I, I know someone that was like with streaming and like in Discord. Are you familiar with Discord? Yeah. Yeah. So like with streaming and Discord or whatever, like I know someone who doesn't like hang out with people face to face nearly as much anymore because he just likes to do stuff. Like oh like we can we can hang out over Discord and play games or whatever, and it's like like he was captured by that mm-hmm. because it's you know uh, like hey man you want to you want to come hang out or whatever? it's like oh like I'm busy or whatever but why don't we why don't we meet up on on Discord or whatever it's like oh, like dude like you weren't like that like seven years ago right so and have you noticed in that person that maybe they're not as happy or. Like sure. there's some negativity that's come from that because you can't replace human human interaction with online interaction. Yeah, I've noticed that. I I don't think they have, but yeah. And so yeah, that's an example of one someone who's been captured by this new technology. And I guess the big question is I guess my concern is who is that population that they're going to capture? How much is it like what's the quantity? How many people? And what's it look like? So we know with social media, it was self-harm. We know who it targeted, primarily young, young girls, young girls, teenage well, girls. Yeah, but I mean, males too, just right. with, with, but more, more so females. Right, and I know, exactly. I know the, the book you're referencing. It was a good book. but Absolutely. But you can see, like, you know, okay, it's really hurting this group. I don't know, like when a drug goes through a community, like, ooh, it really attacked this group. Like right, yeah. opioids really poor whites really attack that group yeah yeah i don't know um 
Well, I, one of the potential subsets of, of I, I think there's probably a larger group than this, but there are a lot of people that are uh, kind of lonely and, and desperate or whatever. And that some of those AIs that, you know, pretend to be like, oh, like I'll pretend to be your girlfriend or boyfriend. Like those people will for sure be captured. But right. I don't think that'll be the biggest group. Right. And I guess my thing is, which goes back to the original point I made, like I'm worried about the kids and I'm worried about the students. I think a lot of that has to do with because they're the most vulnerable. Because when social media came about, like you see who's being most captured by social media, TikTok, phones, all of that. Like you see what's happening to the mental state of kids. Um, but adults too. even uh, like Right, right. But, but with like adults, they kind of have some shame. There's some shame in it because you're an adult. You should know better, especially this generation of adult because they grew up without it, and they know what it's like without it, and they've operated regular life without it. So it's like you should know better. You should be able to identify this. The kids have grown up with this. They've known nothing but this. And so that's why I'm a little more sympathetic to them because it's like they don't know any better. Like they don't know what it's like not to have this. And they're kids. They they're kids. Their brains aren't developed. So I think that's why I'm that's why I'm most worried about them because if they grow up with AI, like I don't I just don't know what the potential consequences might be because we see what happened with social media. So what's it going to be with AI? Is it going to be worse? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh Who else do you think are certain categories of people who are captured by social media? By social media? Right. Oh, okay. So the other one that I was thinking of when when you were saying that were um, on Facebook, elderly people that are like super into politics. Yes, I know it's it's you know it's <laughs> it is funny, yeah. but yeah, you, I mean you see you see it all the time. You see someone, you know, usually upwards of of sixty, posting something political every single day, and then getting into arguments mm-hmm. with other people that on their timeline about what they posted or about what they posted. So I think that that is a whole another subset of people. On the reverse, because it's not younger people, it's older people. Right. And it's it's politically charged. And yeah, so that's definitely a big one. I'm sure you know, I definitely know of people who, and it's interesting because we were in college around that time, around like 2015 to 2017, in that window. I know people who I used to have totally fine relationships with. And then once that period happened, and they became really outspoken on inst- on like Facebook or Twitter, like they be like they became a different person. Like they got, I think that's another group that got captured because I think that when you're constantly surrounded with like life or death, it's life or death, it's life or death. You're like maybe it is, and then you go on social media and express that, and then other people see it and go, oh, you got caught, you got captured, and then you know the relationship is damaged. Like, uh, you can maybe ed- you can just edit out the name. He was one of those guys who like was cool. Like, he's just a cool guy. And then like just something happened. It just flipped a switch, and it's like, a- if anyone voted for Trump, you wanted to f- you know you you wish I was dead. It's like, dude, what? Like, no. Like we were just at B Dubs last week, laughing, making dick jokes. <laughs> like some like what's going on? And then right. and then totally lost forever. It's like, mm. yeah, even um, to that point, even like someone like Jordan Peterson or whatever, like I feel like in the last year, 
he's he's off the deep end in terms of like yeah snap the globalist (laughs) when he tweets now it's like dude like i feel like i'm like dude like are you on this app like five hours a day like every time i log on it's it's him you know tweeting like something something political or or uh along those lines or whatever which is like fine and that's what he's interested in but it's i feel like he his attention did get captured by a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. i would agree and so, yeah, I, I, I just I just wonder what AI is going to bring. Like, who's going to get captured by AI? We know what it's like to get captured, or we know what to identify in someone who's been captured by social media. We know what that looks like. What's someone who gets captured by AI? What What's that going to look like? Yeah. Like, is it going to be worse, like, sitting in your home in the basement all day, like, finding no – because we have people like that. Yeah, but I I don't know but like cuz because with with AI part of it is you have to everything you get out of AI you have to, you know, put something into it. Like you have to ask it something, you have to ask it to do something, a question, help you write whatever. Like so I, I don't know. I I think it's it's different where like social media you're seeing friends, people that aren't friends, influencers, you're exposed to all that stuff. And whereas the AI, it's like you have to sit down and know what you want to. You have to know that you're gonna ask it something. It's True. not. There's no algorithm that just spews out random, you right. know, AI prompts. Right. Well, right now at least. Right, and maybe like the future, you have an AI friend, and you just go downstairs and, hey AI, um, what should I be interested in? And it just constantly knows what you like. I mean, fuck that. That's that's definitely one. I don't think that's anytime soon, but I think. In any time soon, short time, I, like maybe in like 10 years or whatever, that could be a thing if it's so good where you could have, um, they'd sell you like, you know, <laughs> you have like those cardboard cutouts of like Peyton Manning or whatever. <laughs> they sell ends. you that, but it's, it's hooked up to AI or whatever. So you're like, Hey, like, Hey Tom, like, you know, what do you want to do? Like, Oh, we play video games. You, you turn on the video game or whatever. And, and, uh, you plug in the AI to the video game and it p- sits and plays with you. I could for sure see that in, in 10, 15 years, but I, I yeah. think for not for the short term. Well, we already kind of have little things like it. You have computer mode. You don't need to play someone in Madden. You can play the computer. And like again, that's True. that's that, that's just like a little little inkling of it. Also, with uh, Twitter, the unlimited scroll feed. Same thing with Facebook. How there's always something to show you. Yeah, infinite scroll. Right. There's always something to Even, show you. Even um, Google just switched over to that yeah. on. Yeah. Within the last six months or so. That's a little bit. It learns more about you. It learns what gets your attention and what you like. And so it's going to give you more of that infinitely. And so I think that's a little piece of it. So we can see like little bits and pieces of it coming together. And then eventually when it all just becomes kind of all in one spot, you know, where like one, like Google can sell instead of selling, oh, the computer part of the video game, your unlimited scroll on Twitter. It's, oh, here's the the Google person and it just gives you whatever you want. Yeah. I do think I'm more optimistic. (laughs) Suck my dick, Charlie. I'm more optimistic for, uh, for AI in the, you know, short term, longer term. I don't know, but for right where everything's at right now, I think the next couple of years, like, I don't think, I don't think we're going to lose. The biggest consequence would be, you know, people cheating on, on schoolwork or whatever, or, uh, and there are instances where people say, like, hey, you know, how do I make uh, a bomb or a weapon or whatever? But, I, and, yeah, that it does suck because it is easy. But, like, 
you could find that uh, like someone who's gonna who's gonna do that could already find that elsewhere. Right. I guess I don't know. Right. Exactly. No, I get that. Um, someone who wants to make a bomb is going to find a way to make a bomb. Someone who truly wants it. Um. So I agree. I think the next ten years of AI looks actually pretty good. Like we're gonna get a lot of good shit. Well, out of uh, it. yeah. The uh, with the the biggest threat being like if it gets so good and it becomes sentient, and then it's like oh like. You know, humans are bad. They kind of get in the way of things. Yeah, that yeah. that's the scariest thing, and that's uh, going back to you know Elon Musk and uh, mm-hmm. Steve Wozniak and them penning that letter. Like, yeah, that's why there should be some sort of regulations or whatever put in place before this. I mean, because it's only going to get better. And mm-hmm. every single time you input a query, that's data that goes back to the system. It's getting hundreds of millions of queries a day. I mean, compounded over the next couple months, it's only going to get exponentially better. It's not like it takes, you know, like, it, again, with that many, that volume of queries, like, how long until, you know, GPT-5, 6, 7, like, it's only, it's right. a matter of, like, months, not not years or decades. Right. No, th- that's a good point. And it's like, what does, what does that look like? How good does it get? Yeah. I guess that's the question. Like, how good does it get? Because you go back to the analogy. The, the other unintended consequences is uh, job loss. We didn't talk about that at all. That's huge. Which I think that would be a, a huge, huge, huge one. Right? Because then... Because imagine it's already AI. You can you can have it help you. Like, you can have your code that you're working on, like, if you're a developer or whatever, and say, hey, how could... What are some ideas I could add to, to, to complete X, Y, or Z? Or can you look at this code and see where I might be... Um, like, detect any errors or whatever. So you can already do that. Like, in a couple of years... I don't see why you wouldn't be able to say, hey, here's our upload of our internal data. Like, let's say it's a dentist office, right? Mm-hmm. Here's our all of our files on all of our patients. Scan them and send out automated calls as reminders. Bam, there goes, you know, the two people working the reception at the dentist. Right. Like, and that's that's only a couple years away, I feel like. You're seeing automated call centers, too. I mean, they're not that good right now, but they're going to get better. Like, when you call a helpline, it's like, hi, I can, you know, listen to certain things. Like, it can hear certain commands. You're like, talk to a representative. Okay, I will let you talk to a representative. So, we already have a little bit of that. Yeah, the other scary, scarier things, um, one, intellectual property, like, Mm -hmm. name, image, and likeness. I know, you know, NIL, whatever, but, like, (laughs) I saw this video the other day and it wasn't really a video it was just an audio track but someone generated a rap verse in jay-z's voice using like one of the 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 voice ais indistinguishable from from jay-z and uh obviously jay-z is one of the he's he's got one of the largest catalogs of, mm-hmm. of musicians in the last you know 20 years or whatever he's been doing it for a long time so it's probably easier to make really good sounding ai with with him but again this is only right now like in two years or whatever you you could theoretically generate uh, a song or a rap or a ballad, whatever, with whoever's voice you want. And, you know, like, who's going to sue who? Like, there's lots of unintended consequences right. from that. Um, I'm going to pose as someone and, and say something in their voice. Well, shit, uh, you know, this person committed a crime. There's this AI evidence or whatever. Like, so there's all those unintended consequences, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you can make anyone say whatever you want. Scamming people, like, <laughs> I mean, imagine the t- t- 
people fall for so many dumb scams right now. Right. Imagine if you get uh, someone calls you with an AI, but they have you know your dad's voice or whatever. It's like, hey, like I'm in a pinch. I need you to you know send me money or whatever. Like, right? Oh shit, it's my dad because it sounds you know it sounds like my dad's a public right. figure. So there's yeah. he does a podcast. So there's tons of of samples of his voice out there. Mm-hmm. So I think the the scams is going to be a huge one. Or not even that. Like, oh, he. We just have enough recordings of your dad, because no, no, they're probably recording phone calls. But we're probably going to get to a point where we, th- enough there's enough recorded shit of us in order for them to get enough to make it sound like us. Yeah. So that that stuff is is definitely scary. And again, on one hand, it's cool like messing around with it. Like, oh, I want to. I want to write a rap and, and have J. Cole rap it. Like, right. oh, he's writing the stuff. I wrote. Like, it's cool, but yeah. there's so many shitheads out there that it's it's probably more harm than good on, on some of those ones. I agree. Yeah. that's There's there's going to be some funny stuff from it, but there's also going to be a lot of unintended, w- depending on how good it gets. The better it gets, the more consequences. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of uh, AI, or, you know, create AI coming up with creative things, I want to mention that great idea I came up with for a TV show or a Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> so essentially, this is what it is. A guy is really nervous about whenever his girls buy his phone or on his phone. So the scene maybe starts off with like they're driving, he's driving. And it's like, oh, uh, hey, um, look up this on my phone. And she's like, okay. And she grabs his phone and she's like looking up, hey, find the nearest Applebee's. And he's kind of like looking at her and he's like, okay, okay, put it down, put it down. She's like, oh, okay. The girl's a little suspicious of it. And so eventually she thinks that he's cheating on her. But really, he's not cheating on her. He's just embarrassed of the whack group chats he's in with his boys. And that, you know, (laughs) she's going to think that he's a lesser person based off of the crazy group chats and the crazy stuff that uh, his friends send him. I like that. Or uh, another one, it could be like, he gets notifications for all of his bets. So it's like, oh, you lost a hundred dollars on and then it she sees like the bet that he he makes. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, what? <laughs> she sees your nine game parlay that you bet for a hundred dollars. <laughs> but it could pay it out ninety thousand. <laughs> um yeah. Exactly. That would be uh that would be funny. So that's a good sketch. And then yeah, there's a lot you could work with on that. Uh, Let's see, we got about f- fifteen minutes here. I, I got a one that I wanna do the a little bit to lighten the mood a little bit here. Yeah. And uh, this was actually based off of one of the stories you told us last weekend. So what are some of the dumbest reasons you've ever heard someone like oh, break yeah. up with someone else for or think about breaking up with someone else for? And if you if you want to think, I can tell a story if you want to like ponder this for a minute. Yeah. Okay. So this one is not really, this is, this is kind of just, but basically this person was lying in a relationship. And the person found out eventually and it was such a, but it was such a stupid lie. It was like she had to break up with him. So uh, these people are going out for probably three, three to four years. They met during college and they, you know, so they were going out for a year or two in college and then a year or two after the guy Told the girl that he was going to grad school. So they're living together. He would go to his classes. He had his his 
his whole schedule made up and you know the the days he was gone for classes after work and uh you know he would leave the house for you know two three four hours at a time or whatever and go to his classes eventually she finds out he is not in grad school so he was lying about going to grad school for uh you know a year or two (laughs) but it gets better so she finds this out and you know they talk about it and he's like oh i just didn't want you to think i was stupid or whatever like whatever and uh she's like all right like you you know he wasn't cheating on her he was just going i don't know playing video game whatever go to starbucks yeah so she's like all right i'm gonna give i'm gonna give him a second chance or whatever uh after i don't know how long after but eventually they're at like a, a family gathering or whatever and this dude's sister tells the girlfriend like it comes up casually in conversation he didn't even graduate college and he had lied about graduating college and being in grad school and, and taking class or whatever. So after that, she broke it broke it up with him. But I'm like, what a stupid, like, obviously, it's just no self-confidence. Like, why would you lie about graduating college? Like, what was your end game? You've been, you're dating this girl for years. Like, eventually, she's going to know you're still working an hourly job. Like, <laughs> right. Like, how quick do you think you can make this? Like, how long do you think you can make this last? Right. Like, there's an end here, buddy. Yeah, unless you fall ass backwards into a job that requires a master's degree without even a college degree. Like, (laughs) eventually it's going to be like, hey, uh, you got your master's in engineering. You're still working at Jimmy John's? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I know you just lost your job at Sonic, but can you think of something a little bit better than like cashier at Dairy Queen? Like maybe we, like you have a master's degree in engineering. Why, why are you applying at Sonic? Yeah. So that that's one of my favorite stories that the fact that the one, he thought he could get away with it. And two, that they were together for that long without like that. He made up a whole fake schedule and was, you know, going to classes and shit. Dude, that is wild. I have a, I have a friend whose sister, she recently told me a, uh, Oh, sorry. She recently told me about um, a situation that she was in. She, and this is I, I don't I don't. This is obviously not her fault. She was she was played by this dude. So this guy, he uh, very similar story. Said the same thing. He said that he had a job for like DTE or Consumers Energy, one of those two, and he would leave and be gone for like six hours, seven hours a day. And she's like, every time I came back, I thought it was odd because he was always there. So whenever she got home from work, he was always there before her. And he would say, oh, yeah, I got my stuff done early. I got my meter reads done early or whatever. Just, you know, throw her a line of bullshit. And, of course, you wouldn't think anything of it because you're like, oh, no worries. They lived together. She bought the house, and he just paid rent. And so a lot of stuff, like, he could keep secret, like, his bank account because there was no money going into it because he didn't have a and so he he said he had a job with like dte and it went six months and he finally like got caught i don't know how she caught him i think uh i I think she oh she opened up one of his bank statements and it's like hey there's nothing coming in like what's going on and he got mad at her because he's like oh you're snooping and she's like, well, I kind of was a little suspicious after six months. 
Like it's just like it's just odd. So like did he have like home. did he have like an hourly job or how was he paying the rent? No, he just had money, so he was oh, he, he was a veteran. Oh, gotcha. Right, so he was a veteran, so he got you know he had a decent amount saved and stashed away. What do you think he was doing during the day? Dude, probably just like smoking weed and playing, playing video, video games. games. <laughs> yeah, like he was probably like someone who does that probably just smokes weed and plays video. That's games. yeah. I I feel like if if uh. It's crazy. How long do you think you could get away with not having a job but pretending that you did in a relationship if you live together? <laughs> like, like what, what What would your strategy be? Dude, like, you run out of money so quickly. My strategy <laughs> my strategy would be like you'd have to do something for income. Maybe it's DoorDash. Sure. So so I would like do something during the day. And it would be it would be freelance. It wouldn't be like hourly at Pizza Hut. Because uh, you would worry about running into someone at work, right? But in this in this instance, let's say that you're you're this guy. You 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 say that you work for you know DT and you know which mm-hmm. probably makes somewhere between fifty to 60, 70 grand a year. I don't know, something like that. A, a significant money, like somewhere in the range of twenty five to thirty five dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. And you tell the person you're dating that you you know you have this job or whatever, right. so you have to supplement. Some you have to have some sort of income so that you can pay your bills or whatever. But like, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I could get away with it for that long. That seems like a pain in the ass. Right? Yeah. Uh, how much w- you're putting? You're. P- it's a full time job pretending <laughs> to have a job. Like, what's your full time job? Well, I pretend to work for DTE, so I gotta like make up fake stuff and letters. And so he uh, he also milked it too because he got hurt. Uh. So he's like, oh hey, I'm just collecting disability. So, I guess that'll buy you a few months. But yeah. after a while, it'd be like, hey, how's that pinky toe injury? Like, <laughs> I think you're good to go to work. Yeah. I just don't get how people do it. Like, dude, how long do you think you're going to get away with this? Like, you're not that slick. <laughs> it's one of those things, too, where if you're just honest with the person, like, like the, the story I told, like, if the guy had just said, like, yeah, like, I didn't graduate or whatever, and, like, he still could have, more than likely, like the girl loved him at that point. Like, he could have gotten, like, he could have just had a good relationship and right. worked his hourly job, and it, I'm sure it would have been fine. But in, instead, it's you just throw it all away by lying. Yeah, that dude, uh, that dude's wild. Yeah, but so going back to the question, what are some dumb reasons to break up with someone? And the one that you had told us last week is you had a friend that was contemplating breaking up with his girlfriend because of her taste in music, which I think is utterly ridiculous everyone has taste in music that you probably don't like there's so much music there's no way that there's not some music that i like that you wouldn't listen to and go wow i I can't believe he listens to that and vice versa absolutely no i I think i think it's hilarious i think it's so funny that's well i think when someone uses that as an excuse it's there's something else that they just don't want to admit it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's it, it's her taste in music. Like, dude, it's not her fucking taste in music. It's because maybe you think she's ugly now or it's something else. Yeah, taste in music, like, if that, you can't use that as a legitimate excuse. I think, uh, y- right. How Now, I think you can consider taste in music a little bit, but that shouldn't be ever a deciding factor. Like, I think it's attractive when a girl is like, oh, wow, like, we like the same bands. Sure, I think that's cool sure. Because, oh, we have something in common. Of course. 
like, oh, that's cool that she likes this indie band that not a lot of people know about. Like, ooh. Of course. But, but yeah. if she has a great personality and she makes you laugh and she's good right. looking, you're attracted to her. Right. And you enjoy being with her. But you can't stand the music she throws on. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like uh, you just get <laughs> wild. Um, I'll keep, yeah. Like my girlfriend has the complete opposite taste in music that I do. Complete opposite. But who cares? Right. Exactly. I don't care. It's right. just like, hey, you know, I'm not going to her for advice on new albums that came out. <laughs> Instead of being like, yo, hey, Joey, have, like, what have you been listening to lately? Oh, I heard the new Black Keys album. That's cool. I didn't know they came out with a new album. I just don't, you know, I just don't ask that conversation. Yeah, I've got one for you. Now, I don't think this is a reason to break up with someone, but I could see how someone could see it as a reason. If someone has a different diet, so let's say you're you're you eat whatever you don't have any you know dietary qualms but the person you're with is either vegan or gluten-free or even maybe they're you know they only eat meat their carnivore diet whatever i don't think that's enough of a reason to break up with someone but i don't know what do you, what do you think i dated a vegetarian and i only eat meat uh i think it can be a uh, all right i think it should be that shouldn't be the reason why you break up with someone. However, it could be a factor and a reason why you don't like take the relationship to the next step. Or what I mean relationship, you're dating and you're like, dude, I don't know, man. Like she's a vegetarian. She's like really into that stuff. That's just not who I want to date. That's fine because you haven't gotten to that dating point. But if you use it as a, uh, as, as an excuse for breaking up, it's like, dude, you knew this going in. <laughs> Like you, you knew true, the true, true. like you knew what was going on here. It's not like she just out of nowhere goes. You know what? I'm a vegetarian. Right. It's, it's like, yeah. Right. It's one thing if it was like your you know if it's like your second date and then you're like oh I got you know maybe this is one of a couple things that it, maybe it's just not for me. But right. if you're dating for like six months and you're like I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand her diet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I can't go to any fucking steakhouses. Yeah. Like, dude, you you kind of knew what you're gotten like getting into. You got any other uh, dumb things? And if not, I, I pulled up a Reddit thread. I'll read a couple of these. But yeah. if, if you got anything else, we can riff on. So I'm just trying to think of one. Oh, I, actually, I've, I've got another one. Yeah, let's hear it. Do you <laughs> what about – here's another one where I, I don't think I could see it as a reason, but I, I could see guys, especially guys that would break up with a girl because of this. If they know more about something that you're into, like sports, than oh, you yeah. do. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I think it would be great if a girl like was a better golfer than I was. But I could see how some people would be like, no, I got to be the better golfer. Yeah, like if you're, uh, you know, like it, let's say uh, it's, you know, week seven of the NFL and you're like, oh, should I start Elvin Kamara or Delvin Cook or whatever? And she's like, oh, definitely Delvin Cook. They're playing, you know, the Packers. The Packers run defense sucks. And then you're like, nah, I'm going to start Kamara. And then Delvin Cook goes off for like three touchdowns. And you're like, you just the guy's like I can't, I hate the fact that she knows more about football than me. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that would be funny. But I think a lot of times that's just guessing. So if he used that as an example, because that's just guessing, it'd be like, well, actually, no. J- uh, you know, Jamison Williams has you know three point nine yards average per carry versus. Is she like broke out some stats to like shut down a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're sitting around at, uh, at football just bullshitting and having, like, a fun debate, and, like, sh- this girl comes in and just goes, well, actually, and then just drops, like, a shit ton of stats. See, I think that'd be hilarious. but I, I think it's funny, but I can see how some people would be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. 
Yeah. Uh, I have one. Oh, let's I'm, hear it. I'm hesitant to say it, but there was uh this relationship. They were living together for I think two years, maybe a year and a half. We're dating for about four. And she broke up with him because he wasn't really into social issues. And instead, she's like, yeah, he was just more concerned with, like, playing video games and just hanging out and just his job. Like, he wasn't into, you know, social movements. And I'm kind of like, you've been dating for four years. You live together. Like, don't you kind of know who this guy is? And then also, too, it's not like, like, there's not crazy travesties happening. This dude, you know, is probably busy with work, is exhausted all day from working, just wants to, like, go home and watch Impractical Jokers, chill out for, like, two hours, not get some lecture on feminist dance theory about how, like, voting is, like, a democracy is now racist or, like, MLK's colorblind theory is racist. It's like, okay... Listen, I'm just trying to watch Sal get punished. I had a long day at work. Enough with these wild claims. Like, it's just a little much for me. Yeah, I think you could use that at the beginning of a relationship. Again, going back to, like, the first couple right. months. But if you've already been dating the guy for four years, that's not a good enough of a reason to break it. Like, And you're living together. It's like, hey, that's one thing I wish he cared a little bit more about. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that that one, the time is a big factor for me on that one. Right, and then also, too, it's not like... He's busy. He, he I, like I got like ten to the garden in which you can reach. Like, hey, pretty great for you how you have a lot of free time to like ponder and think about these things and really investigate these issues. Like, good for you. I don't have that time. Don't get mad at me for it. Yeah, or like, you're not. Yeah, you don't want to prioritize that as as what you do at in your you know spare time, free time. Like your little activist. Like, come on. I think that's kind of repulsive. <laughs> yeah. Um. Want me to read off a couple of these Reddit Yeah, let's ones? hear it. Let's hear it. All right. So this one, in high school, she broke up with me because she saw me kiss another girl on the cheek. It was my mom's cheek that I kissed. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Here's a good one. She met someone that she immediately saw herself marrying. A month after we broke up, she moved across the country, got married, called me to tell me she made a mistake, got divorced, moved back home, got pregnant, and then got married again. Her current age, 22. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, I got one for you. Uh huh. A guy I know. A guy was dating a girl for two years in college, and she broke up with him, not because he cheated on her, but because he and this other girl who he's known for like a long time, they were good friends, and like they were all they were always just good friends, and so he never cheated. Like she never found him cheating, but like in his text, like he like she would ask like how the relationship's going, and he go, oh, you know. Like, hey, we really struggle with this. And, uh, and, and it was never flirtatious. Right. And he showed me it was never flirtatious. If you didn't know it was a girl, it, it would be no, it would be nothing. Yeah, just one of, those, nothing. one of those jealousy things, even though right. it's, yeah. And so she, she just was like, no, I just, I'll never be able to trust you if she's in your life. And so he's That's like, crazy. well, he's like, I'm not, I'm not being put in a position where I have to choose between a good friend and you. So he's like, well, that's my decision. Yeah, but yeah. She's like, I just, I can never trust you if you have her around. Yeah, that's like that's mm, that's that's yeah. a little bit crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, 
have some self-confidence and have some trust. Yeah, it, yeah, that's really what it is. Just I don't yeah, self-confidence and right. trust. And he said the the reason why he think it happened so suddenly was because before she had a boyfriend. And then when her, when she when her and her boyfriend broke up, it was that's when the girl started he said from his opinion he's like that's when she started acting really squirrely mm-hmm. because like ooh she's now she's on the prowl yeah that that's bullshit like if you're good friends yeah. with someone like yeah. that's college shit though yeah for sure let me see, right, see a couple a couple more here and then uh we can wrap but She was upset that I didn't hit her during an argument after she said some out-of-line shit. She thought abusive relationships were sexy and would show that I cared. What? Most bizarre thing I've ever heard, but probably the best that that relationship ended. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one's crazy. Dude, that shit's wild. Yeah. It's crazy to think how many like nutbags are out there. Here's another one. Not me, but my best friend's mother. She broke up with a boy in high school because he ate an egg salad sandwich and she doesn't like them. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's another just crazy person. Mine seems pretty mundane after looking through these comments, but had a girl break up with me for it's been 53 hours since you last said I love you. So clearly you are trying to be distant. So I'm going to break up with you first. (laughs) That's a crazy bitch. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. I think the longer the relationship goes, the more legitimate it has to be. Oh, like, for sure. Exactly. Like, if you're going to ruin all this because, you know. This this one can't be real. I like to be the big spoon, and he told me I was questioning his manhood. <laughs> 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 yeah. Wild. Yeah. Should we uh, wrap on that? Yeah, we can wrap on that. All right. Uh, more of a serious episode, I guess, uh, except for the last 20 minutes or so. But I hope you enjoyed We'll catch you on the next one. For sure. See ya. Peace.